The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. The following podcast may contain some strong language. Parental discretion is advised. The Security Box, Podcast 175, Dark Web Threats Target the Airline Industry, recorded Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Security Box, Podcast 175. I've been out sick, and now we're back to bring you what we wanted to bring you this past week. We've got news, notes, the landscape, two morons, things to ponder, and a topic dealing with red threats targeting the airline industry. Thanks so much for listening and make it a great day. Your things to ponder include 23andMe playing the blame game, Sands News Bites for January 5th, 2024, and we will be doing those on a weekly basis. 2024 Cybersecurity Predictions coming from Trend Talks Threats. And finally, another weekly segment Top Breaches from Have I Been Pwned for the week of January 7th, 2024. The podcasted edition is coming right up. Let's see where my customer list is while I'm waiting for potential customers. Welcome to Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. 
Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data. All for sale right here. Right now. At the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as audio book audio, files audio, from audio, the, library, the library, maybe some, maybe some backups, backups of some other stuff. And if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives. So I need blank ones. Well, sorry, sir. But we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir. I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box. The security box with Jerry Primer on KKNX. You know. Well, I get Clubhouse on. You think so many years into the program as I hit the button for Clubhouse that our proprietor of our store should have already fixed his windows. Uh, yeah. And the problem is, is I still haven't come up with a better one. So I guess we're going to have to do. Well, Mr. J. Hmm. It's been a long week. And as you were just telling me, the show notes are a little rough. I don't remember why they ended that way, but um, I fixed it um, as okay. I noticed it. But I'm a, a little rough. Um, still a little rough. I almost thought we weren't going to have a show this week because I started to take a step backwards yesterday. Uh-oh. But so far, I'm doing well. 
What a week last week, huh? Yeah. Um, so how do we want to start this week? Oh, by the way, I do need me and TSB's directory need to have a date, but it probably won't be till Friday uh, at some point. Um, so we will be getting programs 174 and this week's up at some point this week. Uh, I'm going back to the doctor on Friday after last week's total disaster. Ugh. Now, if anyone thought that COVID was funny, which I never thought it was funny to begin with, but I, th- you know, I thought just staying home was never going to be a good solution because no matter what, you're gonna get it anyway. Right. Well, that was me last week. And I wasn't laughing. Yeah. I think the group heard some of the messages and uh, of mine, and uh, they were pretty much gone. Yeah. So, we'll see how it goes, and uh, we'll take recommended steps, at least for for now. Um, <clears throat> my guy who normally comes to assist me will be here tomorrow, but I won't. Um, and he's like, well, you can't go. And it's like, well, I'm the only one that can go and has to go, because there are several things in the operation safety committee that are of value I already took a look at the agenda there are items 31 through practically 36 uh, one of them is going to be an oral argument uh, well not an argument mind you but one of them is going to be a PSAC update for the for them um, uh, one's going to be talking about new rail cars and you know money mm-hmm. needing to be dispersed for them um, others are going to cover the um, safety um, reports for October and November. Okay, fine. They're a little bit behind. Um, and then uh, there's a couple of other items that I marked that might not be so... Uh, well, at least one. There was one that wasn't necessarily... Well, the rail car thing isn't such a big thing, but I thought it w- would be interesting to just sort of see what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, but the majority of the things that I need to sit on in, um, I can't do from here, because if I want a public comment, i got to sit on a telephone, and I can't hear them on a telephone and try and do other things, so I might as well yeah. just go. Yeah, might as well. Uh, I'll I'll take my safety precautions. The doctor's office already advised what I need to do, and I'll be doing those things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, security didn't stop though. No, I've noticed. Um, Even though yeah. I did, uh, the, <laughs> uh, 
The blog didn't. No. <laughs> and I'm looking at it right now. How about the... How about... I'd almost forgotten about this one. That's... A voiceover IP company that got fined $10 million, which it can't pay, for sending out millions of robocalls. Uh, yeah, about them. <laughs> yeah, Xcast Labs. Yeah, really, really smart. <laughs> about them. Yeah, um, they're, from what I could see, because I was just taking a brief look at it, they're claiming, we can't pay this! Well, why'd you do that? And how did you think you were going to get away with that? Yeah. <laughs> nice. You complete moron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's see. Oh no, I'm sorry. It wasn't millions. It was that would have been bad enough. Billions. Ugh. Yes. 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 Again. <laughs> yeah. So, good to hear, even though it was a just nightmare and just horrible that Audio AI has dropped their slap suit. I didn't against... think they had anything to stand on, and while this isn't security related, uh, um, they are supposedly a, a, an accessibility company that is supposedly allowing people to hit shortcuts and the web pages are supposed to act in such a way where they're more accessible but apparently it doesn't work because I've actually tried it on some of these pages where it says you'll press alt 1 for screen reader mode and then it you, know, you do that and like it comes back and says press alt 1 for screen reader mode and then it like no, it, doesn't it just even makes work. it worthless ugh well, there's them and there's another one um, called um, Accessib, which which is really frowned upon. Um, but none none of these supposed overlay things are really of value. And Adrian, who's he, who should probably know more about this than I do, even though I'm in my 40s and I've practically been here since the beginning. You know, I never studied to be an accessibility advisor. You know, I, I want to give him props where props are due because, you know, he probably could code in some of these other languages that I can't code in because I don't know how and I don't understand it well enough. <laughs> yeah. I do coding enough and I get the job done and I and it is accessible enough. But, uh, you know, if this guy is saying this isn't working... And he's trying to give you feedback. I mean, sure, I'm not good with, you know, constructive feedback. Sometimes I'll blow up, but I, I don't, like, I'm not going to sit there and sue you over your thoughts, you know? It's like... Right. Right. 
they basically were saying that 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 he was targeting the company and um he basically said it quote in my opinion this doesn't work that's you know, that is completely different than saying that it's complete trash he never he never said that and i was actually happy to finally blog that cuz Lainey Feingold did an excellent article on that crap. Yeah. And we talked about it in it, you know, mm-hmm. when that when that came out all over Mastodon, that was <coughs> that had to be the highlight of the week. Oh, definitely. Let's see. So oh. I know that my show notes are beyond repair because I've still been trying to recover, but we have a couple of morons, I think, right? We do have a couple of morons. Yes, we do. I know I gave you the text version, which was probably more complete than than the Braille copy we have, but it's just that's going to have to that's be, all right. I guess. That's all right. Well... For more on number one, this is a bit older, but congratulations to the individuals who decided that using a piece of ransomware aided by ChatGPT was a great idea. Really smart. And haven't they been calling? And haven't they been calling for that? Um happening uh, at least for months oh yeah well there was there were certainly concerns about it and I remember early on I think it was somebody tried to have AI do that I don't know if it was chat GPT it was earlier than this and yeah I mean it was the the only thing that was big was chat GPT yeah I mean, it could sort of do it, but it was not apparently as sophisticated and successful as it is now, unfortunately. I think that was Chet GPT in its yeah. early days. Yeah. Uh, and, we, and we said it here. It's like, you know, one day it's going to catch up. Just be smart about its usage. Mm-hmm. Do we remember if he got picked up? Um, I don't remember now. I don't either. I mean, these people were... These were individuals in China, so... Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, it says they were arrested. Yeah. Said they were arrested, but again, we're talking China. We're not talking the United States, so good luck with that. Well, China will probably slap them on the wrist and... Yeah, don't do that again. Don't do that again, but yeah, uh, otherwise, uh, whatever. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, and who's our second one? Well, our second one, I don't unfortunately have the name of the company 
right in front of me, but it is this Mondo database that oh, was that exposed. Mongo database. Mongo database exposed. Yes, that everybody, um, everybody, and these are. The issues here, these are security 101 things that, I mean, even your basic, not even high-level security professional should know not to do. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, storing passwords in plain text? Um... <laughs> really? Just really in... 2024, you're still doing that? Yeah, exactly. Um, all I got is that it's a real estate app. I don't remember the company name offhand. Um, I'm looking at the raw copy of the notes, and primarily, it's a real estate app. So everybody yeah. who's gotten this app, uh, here. Here's your sign. Although technically, it's not all your fault. No. You should be going to the app developer and whine. And it sounds like for the most part, from what I read... It's funny we're talking about that part they of the supposedly, world. supposedly, quote-unquote, fix the thing, but... The, know, uh, uh, security 101. Yeah. Don't it's, be doing that No. Shit. It seemed like, from what I read, that it affected mainly people in India, although probably people here were affected as well. It wouldn't surprise me. <coughs> it wouldn't surprise me, and yes, I believe it was India, but you know, these types of apps can be found by anybody. Um, and so, New Jersey Technologies, I think, was the company. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Talk about complete morons. We've got four um, things to ponder, and I know that I haven't really decided yet how we're doing this, and they are old because we were supposed to air them last week. Mm hmm. But they're going to be played anyway. Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to them? Because I gave you everything. Um, and what did you think of them, if you did? I think I got a chance to listen to the cybersecurity predictions for 2024. Um, yeah, I mean, that's going to be a good one, huh? It was, yeah, it was a while ago that I heard that, but I've, I've got to agree, I think... Unfortunately, they make some good points, and yeah, ransomware is still going to be with us, and it's just going to be as bad as ever. 
Mm-hmm. Now, just to remind you what we have, we're going to play 23 and me playing the blame game. You mean 23 and not? Yeah. Yes, 23 and not. That has yeah. to be the tirade. That has to be the tirade of the end of, of the year. Of the year. Mm-hmm. Of the end of the year, yes. And not. And speaking of not, here there's Mr. Ring a ding ding, bring on the ring. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read I haven't started reading that book on election security yet, but I think I'm gonna Well read I tomorrow. haven't picked up the I haven't well I haven't picked up the book since chapter six, so we are all good. Maybe that'll be tomorrow while I'm on my way downtown for the uh, meeting. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you bring an extra pair of pants and diapers. Oh, diapers. <laughs> I'm gonna need some extra pairs after yeah. yesterday's. Oh man, I got I got sick yesterday. I don't know what the deal was, but I I got sick yesterday. But I'm I'm good. Our second one was Sans News Bites for January 5th. That is still up on the blog. Um, and yes, we're going to try and get caught up with the backlog. And uh, This is actually a twice-a-week newsletter. And my goal is to record both of them each week. <clears throat> the third one, of course, was the 2024 Cybersecurity from uh, uh, Let's Trend Talks. And the fourth was the top breaches from Have I Been Pwned for the week of uh, January 7th. And so uh, we're, we've got some good things to ponder coming up. Um, Mr. Ring, uh, we're in news notes, morons, um, the landscape. What touched you for the last couple of weeks since, I, since uh, I've been down for the count? Oh, well, uh, Black Cat is at it again, apparently. Taking more responsibility for things that he, who knows if they really did it. <laughs> and what about uh, that... Uh, that article I've been meaning to blog, but then I got sick. Sam Webb wasn't... Uh... Probably wasn't behind Danish critical infrastructure cyber attack. What about the one that got on the, the nonprofit that distributed water to people that needed it or something? No. Yes. Oh, yes. It was like a, a $300,000 $300, ransom. At, I mean, I'm asking a stupid question here, and I'm probably going to get. I'm probably going to get told to fuck off, but I don't care. Do these stupid fucking jackasses have any morals yet? <laughs> they wanted a $300,000 ransom, I think it was. So, I remember correctly. Yeah, they wanted a $300,000 ransom. They recently were given a $1.5 million um, grant. By just something. Yeah, by 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 his ex wife. Uh Bezos, yeah. Eleven forty nine AM. One notification. Mm -hmm. Telegram. Wednesday. And they're like, Well, we're wondering if they're asking for this because they know they got this type of donation. 
Yeah, I'm at some it could be. I mean, those things are pretty public. I don't know. Well, I'm glad they have. I mean, I'm glad they failed on me because they tried to. They they sent uh, all kinds of ransomware to me, uh, trying to tell me that I had shit that wasn't delivered to email addresses that I don't get. Yeah. Shit sent to. And. Uh, I've got packages that I'm actually waiting for, so I hope I don't get any ransomware. Well, if you do, you save them files and you send them to our good friends at uh, Virus Total. Yes, Virus Total. Yes. And, and if it's ransom, I say, nope. you. Screw you guys. It's ransomware. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We get no ransom from me. I don't have three hundred thousand dollars. Thank you very much. Well, even if I did, like, <laughs> I can't pay them in Bitcoin. There's probably no Bitcoin store around here, and on top of that, uh, that's a lot of money in Bitcoin. That's like what, like ten Bitcoin or twenty Bitcoin? You know, like no, yeah, something like that. Yeah, your financial advisor. (laughs) The lose his mind. No kidding. Well, we had one interesting discussion about the email that was that I went completely ape over last week. Oh yes, remember that that had to be the best email of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. I know we've talked about a bunch of email I've gotten, but I think that has got to be the best one. Yeah. <clears throat> what else? See. Your attention. How about the uh, email, Nick? Remember that email that that I basically went off on um, at the end of the year? Oh, yeah. (laughs) About Menvy's domain that expired? And I started asking questions. Uh, We talked about that last week. Yeah. That has got to be the best out of all of the. E- By the way, I got another one of those um, um, emails from uh, our good friends over at the uh, company that says I can get a bunch of money from them. Oh, great! And at the bottom of a uh, bottom of this one, they they start to you know put this address somewhere where you can write to be unsubscribed, and. Um, it seems like they didn't even finish their address, 
And there was a link to unsubscribe, and I basically put spam. You know, you guys, you guys are, um, you know, trying to, you know, you 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 guys fill out both sets of the form, uh, claiming you can, claiming I can get a bunch of money, and um, then you put an address that looks incomplete, and uh, you all are spam. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes, working capital need that next day. <laughs> Are those those high? Yeah, I, and I got another one from those from supposedly another guy from this company. Oh wow! Like I haven't I yeah. if I haven't signed up with their service by now. They're trying to really. They really want you to sign up, Jared. I mean, oh, they're desperate. They they need you. They need, they need you, you to sign up. Please sign well, up. but I don't us. know how I'm going to pay them back. Oh, don't, don't worry don't about that. Pay we'll, back. You don't, don't worry about that. Just sign up. Just sign up, please. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about paying us back. We'll just we'll, we'll get it back. We'll just get into your account and we'll take uh, money every month. It's fine. Yep. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and we won't even tell. What them. if I we gave them even... an account that, that that doesn't allow them to do that? Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Say, oh yeah, but but uh, no, we're gonna take out some amount each month, and we're not gonna tell you how much we're gonna take out. But yes, we're gonna, we're do gonna that. take out fifteen thousand each month. Uh, so you know, fine. Uh huh. Because you did ask for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and so <laughs> yeah, I mean, three quarters of a million is good. No, I'm not signing up for that. Duh. Yeah. No. 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 But Nick, that email, out of all the emails I got, I think that Menvy email had to be the best one ever. I agree. How can you, like, how can it be, um, already? Overdue when it's not due until January. Yo, stupid fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they told me it expired the, that particular day. I know, which is wild. It's like, oh, okay. I'm and yet you're still emailing me. Email? It's like, well, I would. First of all, if you, I got an email like that, I'd be looking at my, um, I'd be looking at Namecheap and being like, okay, is this true? Because, uh, I don't know, it seems interesting. Oh, I've been getting a lot of SiriusXM saying, your membership has expired. Hmm. Yeah, um... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard to say what our thing of the year was. Uh, you know, um, we have, we talked about a lot. I mean, ransomware and uh, malware and phishing. It seemed like what so was twenty twenty two. So if you drive a Ford, you're really in trouble. 
Oh, yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, Ford yeah, Focus. Ford Focus, yeah. I heard about From, that. I think it was 2018? Or was it 2016 to... To the present. Yeah. So, watch out, Tesla people, because you're going to be having other cars being able to use your charger soon. And by the way, uh, Ford speaking and, of stupid yeah. fucking moron awards, yeah. Elon's done it again. Oh, yeah. Banning journalists and then, and then saying, unbanning oh, them. Uh, oops. Um, we sort of didn't mean we to sort of. be banned, but we did our moderation and they yeah. uh, are fixed now. Oh, by the way, speaking of Elon Musk, that book comes out. I think February 13th inside Elon Musk Twitter oh yeah you know what I gotta hurry up and finish that book and then I think I think I want to read Elon Musk cause then I'm just coming out hang on let me kind of like look for it I bought I reserved it already so it's called... so open a so open AI. Speaking of Chat GP, Chat GP, not um is claiming fair use under their um we needed to train our models off of stuff and Google Books actually had a similar lawsuit this article reminded us of where they were sued for basically digitizing books and Google won so I have a hunch that if they present it correctly they might actually win this case and the New York Times will lose it's possible so because how else are you going to train your models on stuff stuff yeah it doesn't matter the topic I mean you could let's say you wanted to um, do something on bombs and you asked chat GPT about you know something to do with bombs and it, it has to pull it from somewhere yeah like outdated yeah. and stuff if it's from... done correctly like Bing does they cite their research and I think the problem is <coughs> is that <coughs> It just spews text, and it doesn't spew out where it's getting it, even when it does hallucinate, which we know that they tend to do under certain conditions. Yeah, Um, Yeah, like that one article where I think it was security researchers were able to get one of those services to basically start spitting out personal information. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Which was put up on the web somewhere. <laughs> yes. You stupid fuck. So, this book is called Extremely Hardcore Inside Elon Musk's Twitter. Zoe Schiffer, narrated by Jamie something. Jamie. Jamie Lamchick, so Zoe Fisher, 
You know what? Me and me and the security boxes. What? Me and EMHS need to have a date. I actually wanted to get all those books done, but uh, that didn't happen. And I, I I gave Nick on the the one about the election security too, and uh, and I said yeah. You like that included. one included. You know what? Yeah. I, did I did I what was it did, last week? No. Was it last week on on Throwback or was it the uh, first week of of this show? I said we can't get Nick to say no. It was oh, Throwback. You, oh, yeah. you've gotten me too. You've gotten me too occasionally. <laughs> occasionally, but those were the questionable. We weren't sure if it even qualified department. Yeah, it's like those. That would be interesting to read, but I just don't know that that it quite. Yeah, it's. Like the, the ones the you were positive too, yeah. on that that I said yes to, you said yes. It's true. <laughs> the no, ones that was where the... I said I am not a hundred percent sure. You said that was that was, was the few. first week of this show. Yep. There was a few. Um... Nick can't say. That BMW commercial, Nick, Nick, uh, BMW uh, down there in uh, Orange County, I think it is. There. And there was a few times where Jared just threw him on, like the one that he's written. <laughs> he's like, uh, if Nick doesn't say no, doesn't say yes to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, but yeah. If Nick doesn't say yes to that, I'm going to have to hang. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so the I one found on the water, security, um, I, found, I found on um, Cybercrime. They, they, they talked about it. Teresa Payton is the one that is narrating that one. So, yeah, she's, so uh, okay, so let's see. I found the water one. Yeah. Uh... Let's see. Um, speaking of antitrust slapsuit, Apple might be uh, getting one. Oh, right. Yeah, I did read that. Uh, I've heard a lot about stuff with Apple, and I'm... I don't know, man. Yeah, I've so, heard that too, so that's going to be interesting. Medical devices on the rise for hacking. <clears throat> you know, your pacemaker, your... Uh, um, I could not imagine having a pacemaker and next thing you know, it just like shocks you at random, even though your heart's like fine. What the fuck's going on with my pacemaker? Right. Uh, sir, your pacemaker's been hacked. What? Oh, they didn't think that was possible. Oh, well. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's all online now. And guess now, who's so. been talking about that for a while? Oh, boy. Um, I've been talking about medical hacks for... Oh, well, you, but yeah. A number of years. When articles first started coming out talking about it, I t- I meant I I talked about it. Speaking of Let's Apple, see. 
How about that link tracking setting from our good friends over at Facebyte? Oh, gosh. What in the world? Really? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I heard they were in trouble, too. I heard they were, they were, they were getting sued again or something. Yeah. What was it, though? The EU, yeah. I thought, because of Yes, the... yes, yes. No, yeah, the, yeah, it's um, the EU and the people... U.S.? Is yeah, because them. EU is suing them, I think, for a different thing because yeah. of the whole you have to pay not to get targeted advertising. And we covered that last year. That was part of yeah. last year's uh, article set. I heard something about that. They were being sued for something else, too. Maybe it was Twitter that was being sued. One of them was being sued over something. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Twixer's being sued again. Uh, yeah, no one surprised me either. But Apple, I haven't heard much. Uh, I'm still concerned about the, those um, glasses, though. I have a lot of questions more than... Well, speaking only. of glasses, we might as well make it public because uh, I I actually read one article on it and I decided to not bother with it. But it is publicly known that the Apple Vision... Pro, yep, will be out this year. Shipping on February second. Yep. Okay. With a thirty-five hundred with a thirty-five hundred dollar price tag. Price tag, and that's not including if you're you have prescription, if you want this, that. Then you're talking even more, possibly close to four thousand. So. I will pass on the $4,000 price tag because I just don't need a VR pair of glasses that cost that much, so yeah. No. Now, did we cover some of these worst of the worst um, or some of our better reads of the last, you know, year? Fancy Bear Goes Fishing. Did we cover that on this, any of those on this program? I know we covered it on Throwback, but Fancy Bear Goes Fishing. I think fishing. we may have. Fancy Bear Goes Fishing. Goes Fishing. Fancy Bear Goes... <laughs> yeah, Jared. I, I I, mean, I. that book, for someone who... That book. He now was a professor was a in something else. I forgot what it now was. that was, was a book. And he... The way he put that book together was the best that there ever Someone was. Someone that doesn't know anything about security could pick that up and read it. No joke. Like, you don't have to know anything about security. You could pick that up and understand it. That's the thing I like about that book. Like, I love yeah, that book. I started out with, you know, Jared's like recommendations, but if I didn't. I could have probably picked that book up, read it, and understood everything. Because he explains it. I don't want to say dumbed down, but he explains it in a way where even the person that doesn't know anything about security can understand it. Like, it's. That was a it's good that one. good. Like, yeah. I couldn't even put the thing down. 
And that's telling you something. Well, what pissed me off was the circle, and that's what pissed me off. So I'm like, fucking, I'm going to this book. You know, this oh, book fucking... the circle was I, okay. It was a good book. I like. I'm not. I'm not going to say it was the way. I like the way that Dave talked about this. You know, company that was basically a big, large campus that can that yeah. basically wants to know everything about you and what you're doing. But the way it ended, this girl gets fucked, and then the it way just it ends. ended was just. And it's like, great, you had sex, but what happens? Like, do you, you know, it, it just cliffhangs. You don't know anything. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't like it. I I didn't like it for no. that reason. It was a good book, but I didn't like it for that reason. I liked it. Until the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I didn't even that, talk about and, that when I wrote up the review of that book. Like, I was mad when I was done reading it. And I'm like, I'm going into something that's going to make sense. So <laughs> that's when I went to Fancy Bear Goes Fishing because Jared was already reading that one. And I'm going, okay. No, the. I mean, it just jumps right in with Fancy Bear. I mean, they... Right in. Boom. And it's like... Fancy Bear reminds me of Zero Day. Yeah. Sort of. I mean... Like, Zero Day just jumps you right in. Wait, this play just did what? Like, the introduction of the... That book was just... Wow. <clears throat> All right. Speaking of books, where are you, Nick? Um, as I said, I was a little further along in Sandworm. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, I've still got still got a ways, still got a ways, but a little further. A little. Well, that's good. What What are you thinking of it? as an outsider looking in well actually that's this is certainly um, as an outsider that's kind of terrifying to know that what you would maybe just think of as computer code yes maybe you know about viruses as as an outsider but anything more serious than that can do things like this ugh mm. yeah speaking of code what about Apple and their 17.3 beta being pulled because it's basically bricking people's phones oh yeah I heard that this that's not the first that's not the first time that they've done that stupid shit. And then people like had to go like that were restore from their backups and uh huh, which is a pain in the fucking ass to do too. Sometimes, especially when your phone's bricked, that's a pain in the ass to fix it. Ugh. And it wouldn't be a fault of yours, but you know how Apple would be. Oh, we can't help you. You forwarded your warranty. Bullshit. We voided our warranties, you dick. 
He's like, well, this is beta you software. Fuck, you, you, I installed your software. Your software. Your software. Your software fucked fuck. me up. Yeah. So, give me a new phone, bitch. Let's go. You know, your software. That's like um, my dad. Something happened to his phone, and he couldn't get any calls. I called Apple. Oh, we can't help with that. You gotta talk to your carrier. I go. Are you? So I called the carrier. Carrier goes, no, 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 no. It's their stuff. It was their idea. They go, we could help. We we have to help you because it's our SIM card. But Apple needs to fix it. It like the eSIMs. Something's fucked up with them. Where sometimes they'll just randomly drop, and you got to reinstall the eSIM. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm like. Apple, they go, Apple needs to fix, I go, I, I, I don't, I, at least I know what to do now in case that happens again, but. Jesus. Yeah. Apple. Now they got that satellite shit now that, they, that they're going to be wanting to charge for satellite usage. At some point, I heard that was coming. It was free for the first year or something, but now they're, I think, looking into charging. And they've already upped their fucking mm. prices already. $37 just for, um, I mean, I use it. I'm not bitching about it, I'm, but it's they've upped all their prices, Apple, again. Oh, my... So it's thirty-seven dollars for the the prof- well, well, not the professional, but the you know Apple One Premier plan, which I, that's what I have. <laughs> and who wants to spend sixty dollars for fourteen terabytes of space, Jared? Uh you do. Um. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like fifty-nine ninety-nine for. 14, well, it'd be, it'd be 12 terabytes, but, or 14. Yeah, it would be 14. And then. I'm paying I'm like, 50 gigabytes at 99 cents, so. For now. You're lucky. Hey, everything you want is going up. Well, they raised shit. everything else. Mm hmm. They did. I'm like, man, who needs that kind of space? That's wild. Right. Like, I don't need that kind of space. At least for my iPhone stuff, I don't. I mean, maybe, like, for me personally, like, my music and stuff, okay, but I could just get an external hard drive and be done. With that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Wild. Wild. I am looking at the clock and it's fine. Time for the ring to go. Yeah, it's like three minutes too.
little nippy in the store here. I'm going to probably wear my jacket while I'm doing my while I'm working. Oh. Oh, well, how about... uh, there are parts of the country that are uh, definitely pretty cold, so we wish yeah. those of you in the uh, central and east coast of the United States uh, some better luck, because you guys are basically freezing. I, good thing I got breaks, huh? Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it, it, it's right, uh, negative two degrees today. Ooh. In Chicago. In Chicago. It was negative 22 yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. And it was close to it was close to zero in, in uh, Alabama and um, Tennessee. Yep. yep. All right, guys. I'm gonna take off. All right. Yep. We will uh, see you on Saturday. Yep. <clears throat> so, Mr. J, uh, is there any other things that might be of interest? Uh, how do we do the uh, thing of what's it? Do we do two, two now and two when we end uh, yeah. before I do music? How do, or do we want to do one? One and two. Um, I would do two now and then two when we end. Two now, two when we end. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I was just looking at this. This may not affect us as much, but there was the brief article about the Microsoft security update that helps you restore your partition From uh, like if you yeah, have a crypto locker. Yeah, and I know there's, a, there's probably a Windows update article from our good friend Mr. Krebs that I need to probably get to. Probably is. Um, so I'll get to that, and, and hopefully we'll get to blogging um, after I get back on Friday. Oh. Also in news, it looks like unfortunately my prediction has already come true, and we haven't even really started in 2024 yet. Cyber attack cuts off water for um, an area of Ireland for two days. Yeah, that's yeah. We covered that a little bit. Um, Terry did bring that up, and um, yeah, I, I'm a little concerned about that. Yeah, for good reason. I mean, luckily, I subscribe to a service that delivers me water, and I've got several cases of water around here that I can drink. But, Mm -hmm. uh, That's a little concerning. Not that I would drink the water that we have coming out of our taps nowadays. Yeah, well, so far, I mean, we got through this pretty quickly, but i that's all I can see on the first page. <coughs> yeah, th- well, there is more on the second, but I think we covered most of that. I think we, yeah, I think we did. <coughs> Unless you want to um, tell me any particular diatribes that I should put into the list of uh, this year's 
best diatribes. I don't think I really gotten started yet. I was gonna say. I mean, the one about the real, the all in, the all in one real estate company maybe sort of qualifies, but no. Yeah, that's sort of qualified. I almost was gonna put it in, but I was like, uh. And unless you're trying to purchase. Unless you're trying to purchase what? Indian real estate, um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, and I'm not purchasing any real estate. Uh, same here. Especially not international, because of all the just hefty regulations and ugh, messes that go along with that. Oh, my Lord. So, show notes were done in such a way uh, where we take the article and take what I feel we need from it to lead the discussion. And, of course, full article linked in our show notes. And, of course, coming up, dark web threats targeting the airline industry. And, Nick, uh, this was one that you asked for. I did. Um, give us a preview before we uh, break for our first two things to ponder. <laughs> so, essentially, as you can imagine, given various things that are available, which we will get into in the actual discussion, this is an industry that I don't think really gets a lot of attention, but. There is essentially a treasure trove if you are a cyber criminal out there. And the article covers and has figures which we didn't put in place um, talking about what I mean. But and they ask for every if, if anything you want to know, they ask you. Yeah, and I also chose that because there was a thing last year we read about an airline, a Russian airline, I think it was, that was hacked. And this had been going on for a while, and a lot of information was now available. Yes. And yeah, now we knew pretty much everybody who traveled from, I can't remember the time period. 2009 to like 16? Yeah, so we knew everyone who used them and everywhere they went, pretty much. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Since we're going to go back a ways, what did you think about 23 and not? Sadly, this is so typical. I mean, this is another example of what not to do when there's any kind of data breach. Oh, well, they said it, it's our fault because, well, we reused our passwords. And then we find out later that they didn't even uh, have any form of two-factor. So uh, it's—I say it's both of our faults. It's both—it's our fault for reusing passwords. Yeah. But 
you don't even give us the opportunity to protect our accounts, so therefore it leads more on you than it does me. Much more. <clears throat> and what did you think of the headlines from Sands uh, that we cover, that that we posted in uh, for the newsletter that ended the fifth? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what was in there because it's been a while since I've looked. Well, let's take a look. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is my typical coughing regime, so I think I'm pretty okay, huh? Yeah. Top of the news. Orange España mobile breach or mobile outage. That's the Spanish uh that the one Spanish company. Yeah. Um hospital find over web tracker um that's of course the new last uh, last pass master password fiasco which they're overdue for I said this much in the last pass article when we covered it They they are overdue they basically did half the work I'm glad that they're doing it now, but they're well over. It's about- I, I hope that when when they change the um, limit again, that they actually do what they're supposed to do, and instead of making it for new accounts, they force all of us to update and tell us why. Um, yeah, I, I mean they've made some very bad decisions this past year. <clears throat> Their PR has been awful. Yes, but as I've stated before. As I stated before, um, they are. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. I've got too much stuff over there, and from what I've heard, uh, people have had issues going from one place to another during import, and so I'm gonna stay and I'll pay my thirty-six dollars. But they need it. They need to uh, figure it out real quick. Yeah. I mean, it's good change, but it is about five years too late. Uh, something like that. <coughs> yeah, I wonder, is that Spanish provider... I wonder, are they related to T-Mobile? <laughs> uh, I don't remember now. You can search... You can search it. I linked to the I linked to the newsletter at the bottom, and you can go look. But I don't remember. Probably not. Just just that I thought. I think this is their know. first. Okay. Well then, never mind. So, uh, for under the rest of the news, we have uh, several items that might be of interest. Health EC. Data breach expect, uh, affect millions of, of uh, patients. Victoria, Ooh. Australia courts a system cyber incident compromised court records. And of course, uh, that includes any audio recordings. Not surprising. Uh, and then uh, personal data records 
uh, personal data taken in Estes Express Lines ransomware. I guess there's some sort of freight. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something That's... rather. Mm-hmm. Again. And then uh, the only other one is the defunct ambulance service. Uh, data breached. Uh, apparently, they have to keep their data for some sort of court case, but something happened and they got owned. Okay, then. Uh, yeah. A link to the newsletters on, on the blog over at jaredtech.help. You can go over there, uh, search Sans News Bites, and you'll find it. There's several other items, but they're not of value. Um. Although there is a, an update on the Chrome Stable channel, if you haven't done so already. <clears throat> but 23 and not has got to be the best year-end story to date. Oh, absolutely. <coughs> Just what not to do. Yeah, we've had a lot of those. Maybe we need to come up with a. Uh, I'll start logging these after I blog them, and and um, I'll start logging. Here are articles on the worst <laughs> yeah. we've ever covered. Agreed. Ugh, twenty-three and not, and that was a diatribe. <laughs> mm-hmm. That had to be my best work yet, unless I go after the children. There was actually another article going after the children, and I saw this several days, uh, I think it was a day or two ago, but <clears throat> I started to read it. It was a Wired article, but uh, Brian Krebs says signing up for Wired is a joke because they'll claim that you're not subscribed and this, that, and the other, so I'm not, I'm not even going to subscribe just to, so I can read a stupid article that I can go off on. Yeah. But there was another wire, a Wired article on something to do with children, and I started to read it, and I, before I could even get started, it was wanting me to subscribe, because I've done my my uh, free allotted for the month. But And I don't blame Wired for charging, but fix your stuff. Yeah. Because Brian Krebs says that he go, went to log in to read it, and it claims that he's not subscribed yet he's paying money and can prove that he's a an active subscriber of your service so actually i decided to subscribe because they had a great deal and i'm i've had the exact same thing happen yeah i i, I saw the 29 dollars and i i almost subscribed but then when i remembered that brian was having problems i'm like nope I don't think it's gotten any better. Sad to say. Yeah. Well, then they lose out because I was gonna go off on another ch uh, child privacy something rather the other day. Oh shoot! Yeah. And you know me and me and uh, my writing. Oh, very when well. I get going. 
Very well. When I get going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not just quoting articles. I'm actually writing. Yeah. So we don't have anything this week that we're going to put into the uh, diatribe department. Correct? I don't really think so. No. Okay. Very good. Well, let's get into some 23 and not, and then we're going to do Sans News Bites. This is podcast only. And when we come back, we're going to talk about <coughs> one very interesting topic. And uh, the airline industry has better start better start to put on its brakes because uh, I think this is going to get worse. And they're already having enough problems, not security, um, not cybersecurity related. Oh, I know, like losing uh, luggage and nobody knows where the hell it went off to. Uh, more serious than that, I'm talking about the recent things where literally pieces of the like the window and the door just blow off during flight. Oh, I did hear something about that somewhere. Yes. It it was a Boeing 737 of all things. Uh, 737 900 Max, yes. Uh, yeah, you guys have problems over there at Boeing. I, I'm not. I hope I'm not going to fly anytime soon. And it, and if I do, it better not be on a on a on a Boeing. Well, at least not on a 737 900 Max. That's that seems to be the aircraft that is causing all the issues lately. Yeah, I do remember hearing something about that. Well, are we ready to push some buttons? Yep. <coughs> All right. 23 and not me and Sans News Bites for the podcast. And when we return, the airline industry gets a beating. Uh-oh. This is the Security Box. This is program 175. I'm Jared Reimer with Nicholas Jackson. This is your second episode of the year and I hope that you are enjoying it email iMessage J-A-R-E-D R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com text or whatsapp 804-442-6975 or you can email iMessage tech that's T-E-C-H at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G the podcast continues in just a moment this is very very interesting what we're going to talk about so in the web water cooler for the kim commando newsletter for friday january 5th has something 
of interest about 23 in me. Well, it's actually called 23 and me, but I think we need to call it 23 and not me. They says they say it was your fault. Genetic info: 6.9 million users was pilfered, and we covered this on the blog. So search 23andMe. It apparently is tightening security, but Kim says, as for customer trust, done. She says, I urge everyone to get rid of them and do it ASAP. And I cannot be in more agreement. They actually say, and we've covered this, that you were responsible but how is that possible they claim that folks reused passwords okay fine that happens every day Kim asks really 23 and me If you're tightening your security then why are you blaming users for your inadequacies? You didn't have two-factor around, which could, in theory, help with the issue of the password reuse. You cannot get around that. People are going to be people. We understand that. But what the issue is is this. If you use the password anything, whatever you choose, on multiple sites, you run that risk of what they call password reuse. I'll wrap this up by saying this. No site will ever be able to protect you from password reuse. No matter how strong the password is. If it's found out and cracked or even 
left in an open database without any encryption, it's game over. No site can help you with that. So I say, 23andMe, get your act together, put in whatever you need to fix the issue, because we're always going to have this problem. Until passwords go away completely, that's how it's going to be. We've talked about passwords for a long, long time. And many podcasts have talked about passwords and the misuse of them. And newsletters like Kim have talked about passwords and the misuse of them for a long time. But people are people. And we must do the best we can. Good luck, 23andMe. Try again. This is the news coming out of Sands News Bites for January 5th, 2024. This is volume 26, number one. This is their first of the year, and they usually issue twice a week. We'll do our best to get these out to you each and every week. The top of the news items include Orange España mobile outage, which was huge. Hospital find over web tracker and web trackers are used practically everywhere, so good luck with that. And new LastPass master password requirements. We are going to cover that particular one on our blog because that is going to be something very interesting and we'll be explaining what needs to be done there. Here's what's under the rest of the news for January 5th, 2023. Health EC data breach affects millions of patients. The number, according to that section of the newsletter, is 4.5 million. Victoria, Australia court system cyber incident Re, uh, compromised recorded court proceedings. This one was definitely interesting because it compromised court proceedings from November of 2022 through close to Christmas of 2022. And they haven't really said a whole lot about what happened, what they've done to mitigate it, or anything else. They've sort of said, yes, we've had an issue. Yes, we've mitigated it. And that's sort of about it. Personal data taken in Estes Express line ransomware attack. This seems to be 
a company that I'm not too familiar with, but they do um, uh, various uh, ways of transportation of, of various things. Defunct ambulance service data breached. This ambulance company is no longer in service, but they've kept data around for some type of proceeding. But yet somehow that got pilfered. First Kev editions of 2024. These are dealing with adding things to Sys's database and uh, Chrome is one such browser that has vulnerabilities that have been added to this database for the first week of 2024. Top 5 2024 CyberSec compliant deadlines. These are deadlines that companies will have to be aware of, some in March, some in June, <clears throat> and of course some during other times of the year. Of course, I try to do the best I can, no matter what deadline. Chrome sta Stable Channel Update. If you're running Chrome, you need to make sure that you are as up-to-date as possible. And finally, Sans talks about their holiday challenge and the fact that you can play right now. For complete details on all of these stories, search for Sans News Bites for January 5th on our blog. Our website is at jaredtech.help. All right, folks. Welcome back to the program. This is the Security Box Program 175. This is Episode 2 of 2024. Dark Web Threats Targeting the Airline Industry. This time, our article and discussion comes from Fish Labs. The article is titled... Dark Web Threats Targeting the Airline Industry, and I hope that you enjoy this topic. Uh, so... Nick had a preview, so why don't we just, uh, get right into this. This is, this is, uh... I think something that we need to uh, keep our eye on. Agreed. <clears throat> sure. The allure of airline status and points 
Along with the abundance of personally identifiable information, PII, of customers and employees make the airline industry a prime target for threat actors on the dark web. Depending on the... Uh, well, okay, so first of all, why are you even holding... Okay, so I understand points. Okay? Yeah. They can allow you to, let's say, get free flights. Or something like that. But what about all of this other data? Unnecessary data. Yeah. After the fact. I understand during the flight, you know, you want passport and, and stuff, in case, you know, especially if you're going outside the United States. Okay, fine. But why are you keeping it? Yes, I've gone on this tirade before, so stop me if you've heard it before. Oh, yes. Why do you keep this data for years and years after the fact when it's no longer even relevant? Oh, we want to make it easy so that when you come back, you don't have to give it to us again. We already have it on file. <laughs> yeah, but... Look who else it makes it easy for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, depending on the goal of the actor and the nature of the stolen data... Why are you doing this again? Phones. 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 Okay, so... Uh, of the stolen data, criminals can find airline-specific materials for sale on a variety of markets. ba da ba da Marketplaces that specialize in the sale of account credentials are havens for threat actors Interested in exchanging compromised information. In these marketplaces, stolen customer account information is in steady supply as threat actors are consistently adding new data acquired through network compromise and phishing scams. And guess who don't train their employees what to look out for. Unfortunately, that's a lot of people. Sad to say, that's a lot of companies. That's not just this industry. But since we're talking about this industry... Oh, the airline industry. Oh, what a surprise. Guess who doesn't train them? Basically, anybody, like not even any, 
Yeah, not even any supervisors, nobody. This data is often sold for minimal fees, allowing threat actors of all levels of experience to use for the malicious purposes of their choosing. Threat types. Account data. Threat actors will frequently look to purchase uh, different levels of status for well-known airline brands. Not only do members of the dark web advertise their stolen data for sale, but individuals also broadcast their preferences of information to buy. In this type of exchange, threat actors will typically provide the best method of contact in posts on dark web forums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Credit unions associated with the airline industry are also targeted on the dark web. Well, that's pretty much everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, the sale of member credit, uh, member credit slash debit card data can be found in varying levels of detail on both carding marketplaces as well as forums. If you really want a deep dive on the on the carding market, I suggest you go look this up through Krebs. Ooh, that's uh, that'll probably get that you some very troubling. Yeah, be a, yeah, and that'll get you some very troubling places, most likely. Ugh. That is his specialty, Nick. Wow. I knew cybersecurity he was has certainly been known to troll these places. How do you think we found out about some of these breaches like Target? Oh, it's true. Or you know how it's true, and we did get that very much you know that in-depth article about uh, try to check. Yes, that was one of the best articles of the year. That was. I'm sounding pretty normal, aren't I? <laughs> mm, yeah, mostly. I mean, the coughing routine's a little higher than normal, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gotta go. Gotta go. Um, this type of information can be obtained by threat actors through malicious means such as uh, skimming devices, point of sale malware, and sniffers. 
There are other headings in here, but I think I only covered... I covered some from different sections, but I don't think I covered it right. Like I said, I wasn't... I did this, but I was kind of like... I was still recovering, so this isn't my best work. I get it. It is uh, commonplace for threat actors to post small samples... Uh, uh, or highlights from the stolen data on dark web forums. The purpose of this is to entice members to reach out via private message in regards to procuring the information. In the screenshot below, the threat actor gives examples of the types of information including a small database uh, compromised uh, directly from a company server. <clears throat> In addition to purchasing sensitive data, uh, InfoStealer data has been a popular victor of threat actors. Or vector, excuse me. Yeah, I was going to say. <clears throat> of threat actors uh, to gain internal access uh, to companies and should be considered a high priority security threat infra stealers are a type of malicious software commonly used to exfiltrate data from infected computers this information mm -hmm. is then sold to other criminals who abuse company credentials to infiltrate network systems Isn't that just Does lovely? Does sound too familiar? Uh, yeah, it does. All this about info stealers, yes. <sighs> I think that's going to get old real soon. Given how many times we're going to be dealing with this, yes. Threat actors also purchase InfoStealers uh, malware and launch attacks themselves. And guess which name we talked about last year popped up its head today. Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember now. Oh man. Oh man. So, it is a color. It is actually a line that I'll be taking tomorrow. Oh, red line. Not them again. Mm -hmm. Not them again. Red line, along with many InfoStealer malware variants, can be distributed to victims via traditional phishing methodologies, mobile applications, and pirated materials that will infect devices with malicious software when it is downloaded. Yeah, check out this free copy of Microsoft Word. It's gotta be the best copy ever. Oh, yeah.
Okay, fine. Yeah. Phone. For instance, infrastealer malware can go beyond access to the username and password of the compromised account to capture authentication uh, cookies, tokens. Yep. So cookies slash tokens of the compromised machine. This allows a user to remain logged in to online services without having to constantly sign back in with their password or a two-factor uh, authentication uh, 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 code. By using session cookies slash tokens within their own uh, browser, the buyer is able to bypass security protection measures like two-factor authentication and remain undetected by the compromised user. Uh, there's a lot more that we skipped, but I think that will really give you something to think about because th these types of things we have actually covered <coughs> practically all year. And even, um, I'd say, in, to some in, extent... In, go ahead. In, in some form or fashion. And even to some extent, as I was going to say, in... Uh, We've had some of this to deal with in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. But it just... Again, it seems like one of the big problems, aside from training, is, as we said earlier, in the beginning of this, why do you keep holding on to this data for years and years and years? Yeah. I mean, I get it. If maybe something happens... You know, after the flight or after the fact, but when, I don't know, if that be a court case or whatever, whenever that's resolved, there's no reason to hang on to it. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there needs to be be some kind of change in the industry or I don't know if there needs to be a new law I've, but something that doesn't allow the harvesting basically of data for no real purpose no kidding I mean, yeah, in this case, I training would be... I understand that. Yeah, I mean, in this case, training would be 
absolutely ideal and a key thing to have, but not holding on to that data when you don't need it seems like a key thing. And I and I think we should continue to push this. Like, even if my podcast is the only one pushing it, I think this needs to be pushed. Yeah. I understand holding on to my data for whatever. Call it 30 days. Okay, I fly your airline, right? I fly Nick Airlines. And Nick Airlines travels to London. And I decide... To contact my my financial advisor, go yeah, I'm, I'm I want to go to London. I want to go you know meet folks there, and I contact some folks in London, and we make arrangements. And I say okay, I'm gonna take Nick Airlines. Now for me to go to London, I gotta give you my passport. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'd Great. also have to. Yeah, you need to do that, and you'd also need to give me you know, your credit card information as well. Well, okay. So, I take Nick Airlines, and Nick Airlines charges me whatever it is, $500, $1,000, $1,500 for the trip. Yep. I give him my passport to verify that I'm a legitimate passenger and I belong here to begin with. Mm-hmm. And they run my passport through whatever Nick Airlines uses to verify who I am and, and everything else. I also give Nick Airlines my uh, my uh, California ID for proof mm-hmm. of ID. Because <clears throat> if you don't have a driver's license, you have to have some sort of, of I- identification. Right. So all that checks out. Your company's happy. I'm happy. I'm on my way. I'm gone for whatever, a week or two weeks. And I come back, go through the same process. Fine. But yeah. then I don't take Nick Airlines for 30 days. Yeah, it's like it's pretty so obvious. Six you... months later, mm-hmm. I decide that I'm gonna go <coughs> to I don't know Africa. Maybe there's probably one I know in Africa. <laughs> right. Well, we need to ask you for the same for all of the information again. Well, good. I hope you wouldn't keep that on file. Yeah. And I mean, the I, only thing I could really see you keeping on file is credit card. That makes sense to me. Right. But even then, though, if you haven't used Nick Airlines in more than a month like why you know I'm not thinking you're going to come back I mean we're not thinking you're going to come back so why even keep that <coughs> you know it's not Most, that was well, yeah I, I agree with you but that's 
I know a lot of companies are doing. They're keeping it. It's like, well, if they do come back, we'll at least have something on them, and we can get them yeah. up and running. And yeah. But no, it's funny because, um, and I love this. I will not give the name of this particular company, um, but there is a local plumbing company that I deal with here in Santa Barbara, and when I go to pay invoices, yeah, I'm just so used to them just having things on file, but when I called and I did that, they said, you know, for security reasons, I don't keep that. You're going to have to give it to me again because I shredded it the last time. It's like, oh, good. That's what more people should be doing. Yeah. I dealt with a plumbing company. I handed them my credit card here and, and um, they charged me what it was. And But I expect them to not have it in their system anymore. Yeah. And yes, it's probably a pain in the ass. But... Ooh. What's that? Um, the the um, game tonight against the Warriors and the Utah Jazz was postponed, and now they're coming out with the news of the particular coach whose name I'm not even going to try and pronounce because um, this morning it said it had to do with one of the assistant coaches and it named the uh, coach, and now they're mentioning that he is gone. Oh, no. After a heart attack. So this was yesterday. So uh, that's why they're postponing the game. <coughs> but, um,. But yeah, that, that's what they need to do. They need, you know, if you're, you know, save it for a certain period of time where, where whatever that period is, unless they know you're a frequent customer, right? Like you get services from them once a month, then okay, keep it because it's you're you're a consistent customer and that's yeah, good. yeah. But if it goes past the threshold of what you're doing as a business and your data, then I'm perfectly comfortable with having to go through the process again. And I think we need to start barking at people who um, think it's okay to just have it around, even the small business. Yeah. I don't have your credit card number, but let's just say you set up a profile with me and you decided to donate to me once a month and I set up a you know an invoice and you decide to automatically pay the invoice. Yeah. And let's just say that 
you like Jared. I don't. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, I'll. I'll have your profile shut off. Um, yeah. Now FreshBooks sees the last four digits of of your credit card, and they will email you when it's time to renew it. But beyond that, you know. Yeah. Um, nothing's done with it. But if they, let's say, you know, it hasn't been used in six months, I could see FreshBooks going through and saying, all right, we're going to delete credit card data that hasn't been used in, I mean, we're not going to delete the customers per se. No, but this... I've got customers in there from the very beginning, but... Yeah. Like, sensitive... I'm talking about sensitive data, you know, credit card, you know... Right, Specifically, right. but... That's what I'd do. If I ran it, I would, I would say, okay, the profile will keep the credit card data in it for up to six months if it's used every month then the timer gets reset Mm -hmm. if for some reason you disable it you know the the auto bill then the timer is you know basically going and after six months it's deleted yeah I don't know if that can be done, but that would be what should be done. Right. <clears throat> what should be the topic for next week? I know I haven't been sending out a lot, but uh, what do you think should be our topic next week? I'm having a hard time with that one because I've been seeing a lot of good things and interesting things you've been posting, but I just don't know that any of them are quite worthy of an entire discussion. All right. So, yeah, I'm, so, I'm having a hard time with that. We can do an open forum. We might want to do that um, because, like I said, good articles but nothing that I feel is worthy of a full discussion alright well if I get around to it either I'm going to be reading on my way in tomorrow or I am going to uh, read articles and maybe I'll start posting I mean unless unless there's something like um, did we get the Q4 report yet or is that still uh, that'll probably be March. Oh, okay, yeah, so that'll be a while. Yeah. Because I think we did talk about Q3 eons ago. We did. So. Uh, we did. I believe Q4 will be in March. That would make sense. Because, yeah, like, I haven't seen any How kind of thing that? like... How about the Q3 report? Wasn't that something... That was. (laughs) And now we're probably going to see the same names again in Q4. Sad to say. 
Yeah. That's when you know you've been doing this podcast too long. Right. So, you know, you see uh, Q-Bot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we knew that. Anyway, yeah, next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have Redline. Oh, them. Then we have this. Oh, yeah. Them. Uh, we talked about them about uh, <laughs> years ago. Right. <laughs> All right, so at least for the moment, we'll consider um, <clears throat> doing uh, an open forum. Yep. Unless something comes between now and, like, Saturday that somebody just says, yeah, let's do that. Then yeah, that's we'll that it. sounds good. That sounds good. Um, how have you been for the last couple of weeks? I know we haven't seen you in a while, so... Well... Still dealing with the water heater issue. I thought they'd fixed it, but apparently they're... Now talking replacements, so could deal without that. Ugh. Ugh. I thought we fixed that after we let you go two weeks ago. I thought so, too, but... No. <laughs> no, they want to drag their ass. I mean, feet. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this is not a regular one, so they kind of have to. It probably would make more sense to do that. Because, yeah, I have uh, a very much specialized setup that is not the standard. So. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. So I've been sick. You've been cold. Mm-hmm. And we're just cooking. That's about it. Okay. <coughs> sounds like uh, sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it unless is. Unless we want to do that rent that unless we want to do. Um, the article on um, Sandworm that probably didn't do, which is still actually in my inbox. Actually, maybe that's given how big they are <laughs> and just how well known I've been meaning to just blog it but I meant to blog it last week and I'm 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 feeling ready to blog them you know that may be a good idea actually that that really might be a good idea should I blog them or should we write them up hmm I think Oh, maybe blog them. Okay, blogging them. Blog them. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to blog them, but then I saw it, and I'm like, oh, I'll do it after I wake up. And I woke up, and uh, I I had a bad week. It was a bad week Uh. last week. I'm surprised. I'm I'm surprised. I have I have a voice. Yeah, I know. 
usually when I get sick, it's a it's a good while, but uh, oh man, yeah, it ki- it kicked me, Nick. It kicked me. Uh, you guys probably heard my messages in the group. You're like, oh god. Oh uh, yes. Ugh. Especially when I announced to the group what was going on, you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I remember those messages all too well. 12:51 p.m. Two notifications. Telegram. I was no. done. Wednesday. Speaking and hi, Telegram. Of Telegram. Speaking of Telegram, is there anything new about them? Screen Not that I've seen. I mean, yeah, they've updated their app, but I mean, I haven't seen anything about ransomware gangs exchanging things or chatting on there. Okay. We need to, we need to be on a better lookout. Although you can't blame me when when I've been uh, when I've been a dog. Well, not just that, but you also you don't use or you don't use or have that app so makes sense Mm -hmm. i mean it it would kind of be a little less of a priority oh but get this i have been seeing on some of these articles that i've been reading Mm -hmm. one of the sponsored advertisements is timu surprise surprise (laughs) kim commando i think no, actually, this is a totally different. Uh, this is not cybersecurity related, but uh, it shows up as sponsored advertising. Timo. Mm-hmm. I've seen them being sponsored somewhere. Where did I see them being sponsored on an article I read not too long ago? Huh. Yeah, I wonder. Like. Where was it? Was it Kim or was it somewhere else? <clears throat> it's not coming to me, but I remember reading something like sponsored ad. Get, you know, whatever it was on Timu, and I'm like. Yep, yep. That's what I saw. Uh, no, just no. How about. We didn't talk about this, but what about Flip? Oh, that's another one not to get. Just, just don't. Remember, remember Flip. Oh yeah, the app that wants that your wants text you to messages, your contact information, and get paid five hundred bucks for it. And Kim kept saying no, and it kept and it still kept trying every, to force every... her to share her contact information. <laughs> yeah, that app. Yeah, that app. And I went on a tirade on that on the uh, on the um, things to ponder. <coughs> yeah, for good reason. We should do an episode on apps not to get. Yes. <laughs> We could probably go through our blog and find uh Yeah, don't get TikTok or CatCut. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, no TV. And I haven't no... seen them in the news lately either. Oh, 
Just give it time. They'll be within the news next week, I guarantee you. No kidding. They'll be in the news again before next Wednesday. I know it'll happen. (laughs) Maybe they're in the news. We just haven't gotten there yet. Oh, that could be. That could be. Well, has it been in the 30s at night? Because we've been freezing our asses off. I think maybe we've gotten into the high 30s. Mostly, I believe, low 40s, though. Maybe mid. I woke up one morning. It was 37 degrees outside. Oh, I think we've we've come close to that. Oh, so we're not too far. Okay. On a serious note, we hope that those of you on the Central and East Coast who are freezing will uh, be able to get through this uh, pretty quick. There's actually another front coming in next week that'll freeze you all. Uh, We hope that that goes uh, with mild success. We don't want to lose anybody because of of the cold. Right. Is there any last thing that you that you uh, that you have seen that has caught your attention, or something you remembered that you want that you have that you just need to cover before we play our last two uh, files? No, I think that's about it. I mean, I thought it was very interesting that now I've been getting a lot of those serious XM supposedly saying that my subscription has expired. Now, did you end up checking the links with your insert KK and and figuring out where they're going? No, I just deleted. I get curious. I I get curious because I'm like, hmm, where where are you going off to now? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I always get curious on where some of these links are so that I can start, you know, talking about where not to go. Yeah, but the... And speaking of domain renewals, uh, at the beginning of the month, I did renew the .org and the .net to resign to .com's uh, 2027 renewal so uh mm. I did update those uh so they're now all in sync <coughs> and uh we're talking about EMHS was that the best purchase I I could have ever made oh I think so Now, do I really want to go after clearing cookies and point it over to EMHS? <laughs> I don't think so. Only because that's probably not a site that a lot of people are going to stumble upon anyway. I mean, that's just kind of weird. <laughs> that had to be the best email ever. Oh, it did, though. <laughs> And my diatribe just had to be the best one for the year. Definitely. 
I mean, not not that not that Elon Musk and his stupidity wasn't bad enough. Ugh. Well, he won't be going away anytime soon. Sad to say. I don't think so. Not not by the sounds of it. Nope. Although his SpaceX seems to be having trouble too, right? As, as long as as well as his car. Great. It's gotta be bad when Kim Commando, who basically covers everything, tells you not to buy a car. Yeah. She's never said, don't buy a Hyundai, don't buy a Mazda, don't buy a BMW, don't buy um, Mazda, don't buy... Um, don't buy a... Well, be careful if you have a Ford, but not... Be careful if you have a Ford. But she has come out and said, don't buy Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> For all the data they collect? Ugh. Well, that that's not really why. It's not the data. <laughs> it's... Uh, how many crashes have they been involved in? And oh, they're claiming that their um, autopilot is working just fine. <laughs> but I did love the fact that Elon got caught with his car. That was great. That yeah. had to be the best story yeah. in the <laughs> Yep. And then he goes back to the factory. What the hell are you guys doing capturing me, fucking my girl? <laughs> oh, my. Well, Mr. J, it's been a pleasure as always to do another show with you. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, I'm glad we got another one of these off like the ground. If you would like to join us on the email list, we've got a great email list over at... Um, 986 The Mix. It is called The Security Box. I post articles. Michael posts articles. Uh, you're welcome to comment on them if you wish. That helps us determine um, what we're covering or not covering. Um, All right. I know it's been kind of dead, but you can blame COVID. Right. Nick, just don't get COVID. <laughs> you, uh, you will, you will uh, pay for it for a while. That's what I hear. Unfortunately, though, it's... it kicks your ass. Although, unfortunately, it's one of those things that you just can't avoid forever. I mean, sad to say. No, 
and I did everything right. I have sanitizer on me. I carry sanitizer on me. I've worn a mask when I felt I needed to. Um, I've never gone out when I don't need to be. I always order in. No, that's maybe still more in the last month than normal, but. You know, I at least you know order once or twice a week if I want, <coughs> and you know I've always been safe, and I got it. Yep, that's the point I'm trying to make. But I got it three years after the fact, so I must have done something right. No, I mean I still think that you know the whole idea of. You just can't get it at all. That's a little. I never said that. No, I know. I know you didn't say that. I know you didn't say that at all. But I think there were a lot of people who had that idea. There just were, out in the world. and I said, you know, I I was I was like, well, if it, if I'm if I'm due to get it, then I'm going to get it, and it doesn't much matter. Uh-huh. And you did. And I think it started with bad food, because I, I ate something that was a little spicy, but seemed to be all right, but I paid for that. I Uh-oh. think the same thing happened the other day. I, I ate some good pork chops, and I had some rice, and I it came with some beans, and I don't think those beans liked me too much, because I, oh, I was dear. if I was going to have a show today. Uh-oh. Yeah. And so... It is what it is. Uh, one of my uh, people who work with me, um, who actually is a Metro employee in the uh, Metro company, um, who also does, who also listens to this show, um, he's had it now twice. Um, I hope I don't get it again, but I look at it this way. If, if we're meant to get it, we're meant to get it. Um, right. It's right. not going away. There's nothing we can do, really. I mean, unless we mask up for the rest of our lives. And I tell you what, I've already got enough breathing issues as it is. Unless I have to, I don't really want to mask up. It's not going to really solve it anyway. And we know that. Mm-hmm, that's true. Unless you're unless you own the N95s, which my even, grandmother swears by, but even then though, uh, it's been said that they can still get through. That's what I've heard, and yeah. I told her that too. And I'm like, Grandma, you're that's a lie. If you want to believe that, that's fine, but uh, I, I mean, don't think those are are the issue are are gonna solve it. Those are great if you, you know, say live in a in an area where you've been hit with a wildfire, but yeah. Yeah. You know, that'll that'll do an excellent job protecting you from, you know, against those. But Yeah. So as far as we know, open forum then, right? Yep, as far as we know. 
if you spot something and I start sending something and you go, ooh, yeah, that one, um, even if I'm in my meeting, um, you know, ping me and say, yeah, I want to, I mean, I'll try and have it, you know, sent after the fact so that I get pinged uh, well after meeting and I get pinged right. while I'm traveling, but. Right. You know, if you spot something and you send it my way, uh, we'll make sure to take a look. All right, sounds good. Well, for those who are in the club and uh, missed today's program, it will be coming up as a replay for you when we end the room shortly. Um, It's a raw replay. No um, things to ponder for you. Sorry, that's for the podcast. Uh, Nick, it's been a pleasure as always. Yeah, great to be here. Hope, uh, like I said, I, I hope you don't get it. And if you do, well, you do. There's really nothing we can do about it. Um, That's a sad truth. I knew eventually one day I would get it. Um... But I think I've done everything I could. I mean, I never got it as part of the pandemic. I did everything that I could so that I wasn't going to be a catastrophe. <clears throat> and I'm not a catastrophe. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> but we could die from anything. That is also uh, true. We shall push on, and hopefully the world will be kind. Hopefully. One ATM. Free notification. Your cell phone presents a text message. We are not responsible for the content of the message. That's the first time we've gotten that all day. I know. That's certainly different. (laughs) Any last items? Uh, before I push buttons on Clubhouse. I do not think so. I think we've covered it. Okay. <clears throat> then I will let you uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Maybe we'll see you on Saturday. Possibly. For the security hour. And yeah, uh, that will be on Team Talk. And until next week's program, everybody, uh, stay well. We've got uh, two more. We've got, what do we have? We've got the um, Trend Micro uh, Threat Trend uh, Trends Report. They're going to talk about what their predictions are, the predictions of 2024. And yep. then I'm going to come back and we're going to do the um, Have I Been Pwned as recorded on the top breaches as of January 7th. 2024 and that recording was the last recording I did before I found out I had got COVID gotcha because Sunday was just a non-stop hacking fit ugh yeah that's what gave it away (laughs) 
we shall keep everybody posted and hopefully me and me and the books can have a date because I, I hear we have a lot of books coming up, right? Very 17. I believe we do. We got a... We do. So we shall put... <coughs> Push some buttons. We'll let Nick go. The podcast will continue with uh, these last two things to ponder. And then we'll be closing things out with a few tunes. We shall see you later, Mr. J. All right, see you later, everyone. Welcome to Episode 4 of Trend Talks Threat Research. I'm your host, John Clay, VP of Threat Intelligence here at Trend Micro. And this week, I am going to talk about a new piece of research that we just published. In fact, it is our 2024 Security Predictions Report, something we do every year. And I wanted to give you a little bit of insight into what's going on with this. Um, in years past, we've done anywhere from, you know, five to 15 different uh, uh, predictions. This year, we have five predictions that I'm going to cover. Uh, a few things to note, you know, 2023, there was a number of drivers that were affecting uh, us this year. And, uh, and obviously, those come into play when we think about how, what predictions we're going to put. We asked our threat researchers inside Trend Micro to put on their their uh, prediction hat, and they gave us five of them, and I'm going to go through each of those uh, in just a moment. But a couple of things that I wanted to highlight in terms of drivers of what we are thinking about, what happened in 2023 obviously affects 2024. Um, first, cyber wars, right? We have war in Ukraine and Russia. There was a lot of cyber warfare going on between the two <clears throat> in that conflict. Uh, we also have the uh, um, a war in Israel and Hamas. Not a lot of cyber going on there. <clears throat> That's more of a Connecticut um, uh, war, but but we have seen a few uh, cyber incidences targeting uh, Israeli uh, organizations. <clears throat> so we'll see. I think these are you know they obviously are not ending. Um, they're going to continue into 2024, and that could see some shifts in. Uh, with other areas of the world, what's going on. AI advances are huge. Obviously, generative AI, we'll talk about that in one of our predictions. Um, supply chain attacks continue to uh, cause challenges for us. Ransomware increased, actually, in 2023. Um, we're going to probably see some uh, some advances in 2024. Uh, it's obviously a very successful uh, monetarily with the actors behind it. Uh, and we don't see any stopping of that. Uh, one shift there, though, is <clears throat> shifting to data exfiltration. Uh, so data exfil first and then drop some ransomware afterwards. Uh, the adversaries are definitely getting more sophisticated. You know, these, these hackers are continuing to improve their skills. Um, they are the underground business development. We published a report recently looking at small, medium, and large-sized businesses in the underground. They're going to continue. They're going to continue to grow. You're going to see small business 
move into a, become a medium sized business and becoming a, a large sized business in the underground. All of that is causing challenges for us as defenders to deal with the sophistication of these uh, of these attackers. Cyber insurance certainly had a lot of stuff happening. Uh, they're starting to dictate a lot of what you have to do in order to get a, a, a premium and a policy. Uh, and then laws and regulations certainly are going to affect us in 2024, especially around AI, I believe. So let's look at some of these new um, the predictions that we have. So first, cloud native worms will exploit security gaps. So the cloud infrastructure is definitely a new attack surface that um, adversaries are targeting and they're going to continue to target more in 24. And one of the ways they can do that, they want to automate more of their attacks. One way to automate that is to build a worm. Uh, worms are very effective. They cause lots of damage. They're quick to propagate. Um, and they're very difficult to eradicate because they just continue to, to try to propagate over and over once they find an infection source. And if that infection source gets fixed, well, the nature of a worm is it's going to go find a new infection source and, and then prop, try to propagate. So we definitely think that will be one of the tactics and one of the uh, tools in there uh, that adversaries will look at in the future. Obviously, lots of vulnerabilities, misconfigurations happening in the cloud. That's just going to cause um, worms to propagate even better. So that's certainly one. Um, weaponized data versus cloud-based ML models is another prediction that we think. So obviously, artificial intelligence, it all requires data to um, to training data to create your models that, uh, that give you the uh, results. And we think in 2024, we'll start to see some potentially data poisoning happening uh, in this area. So if I can poison your, your training data, I can obviously affect the outcome of what that AI is producing. And so we definitely think this is going to start happening. I don't think it's going to be widespread, uh, but certainly adversaries may be looking at this as a way to um, hamper, heart, you know, or, or cause challenges for organizations that are utilizing AI. <clears throat> certainly, um, extortion attacks could could uh, be seen in this area as well. Uh, another prediction, CICD systems will suffer software supply chain attacks. Um, so as businesses continue to build their, um, their development process, uh, their software development process, they're going to tar adversaries will target all aspects of that. If they can get into the supply chain of a business, then certainly they can cause a lot of damage, but they also can get a lot of victims that way. And so we definitely think we're going to see more supply chain type of attacks where they actually target maybe the developers um, of that supply chain in that CICD pipeline. So if I can uh, affect the and, and compromise the developer, I can obviously put in malicious code, malicious um, uh, tools into that uh, supply chain, and that can cause challenges. And, and so we'll see that continuing in, in 2024. Um, you know, we did a study back in, in this year where um, over half of global organizations had part of their supply chains compromised by ransomware. So certainly we think we'll continue to see this challenge for a lot of businesses. Another one, and again, getting into generative AI, right? Generative AI will level up social engineering lures. So 
um, this is an area where, you know, we did some research into uh, some forums where the adversaries were talking about their use of generative AI. And what we found is actually they aren't using it that much right now. Um, they're what they're talking about trying to do is more jailbreaking, where they're trying to get around the current security controls built into generative AI. So, for example, um, I can't go and tell generative AI to create a virus for me, a um, piece of malware for me, develop that. Um, uh, because there's security controls around doing that. So they're trying to figure out how can I get around those security controls? And that's that's something we're going to continue to see. But one of the big advances we think with generative AI is probably in social engineering. So it can create phishing emails. Um, you just ask it to, to create a phishing email. It can create a, the email flawlessly. It'll be there, there no uh, misspellings, no grammatical errors. They can embed links. They can embed um, QR codes, whatever it might be, it allows you to do that. And then secondly, it can create those in any language that you want. And again, they'll create them in, in a flawless manner. So you won't have any of the challenges or any of the issues you, you used to be able to recognize in a phishing email very quickly, right? If you saw misspellings, you saw, you could see the URL in many cases. So that's uh, something that's going to cause some challenges for us moving forward. Business email compromise is going to become much more difficult, um, especially with voice cloning. Uh, we think voice cloning will probably be one of the more popular areas that the adversaries look into in the using, uh, use of uh, generative AI in 2024. Uh, whether it's in virtual kidnapping and whether it's for business email compromise. For example, I, I create a business email compromise email and I and I say, hey, call me to verify this. And you embed an, a, a, a phone number in that. The person on the receiving end calls that phone number and they use a voice cloning to say, hey, yeah, this is approved by the person, uh, their voice. And so they end up transferring to, uh you know, uh, wire transferring uh, dollars to to that account. So certainly this is going to be a, a challenge for us in the future as well. Uh, and then the blockchain will fresh uh, will be fresh hunting grounds for extortionists. Uh, and this is where we have some researchers that are looking into blockchain and and uh, smart contracts and, and the challenges with blockchain. And uh, they're predicting that this year that a lot of businesses are, may start looking at the use of blockchain and smart contracts for managing financial transactions internally to the business. And so you may implement blockchains. There's, you can implement blockchains both locally as well as using a cloud version of, of some of these. Uh, and that can certainly there, there are going to be gaps and vulnerabilities associated with that that the adversaries may take advantage of. Again, I don't, I don't believe that this is going to be a widespread issue because blockchain is not widespread use yet inside organizations, even for financial transactions. But uh, we may see more of it in 2024, so we think that could be an area that could cause some challenges. <clears throat> and so, when you think about that, um, that that's those are the predictions we had in our in our security prediction 2024 predictions report. You can download that report from our research area of our business of our website. 
and uh, take a look at it. A lot more details, obviously, in the report than I gave you here, but certainly these are some of the things that you could foresee um, being used here. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for joining me on episode four of Trend Talks Threat Research. I'll be back in a, two weeks to look at um, I'll be talking about a bunch of the research that we published over time. Uh, again, I'm, I'm shifting between the two. One is going to be more in-depth on one piece of research like today. The next one will be talking about a bunch of different researchers that you can look at and give you some ideas of why you would want to look at those. So thanks, everybody. Have a great day, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Here are the top breaches for the week. Ending January 7th, 2024. Yes, I know some people will say, well, that's the beginning of the week. Well, I'm recording this before our podcast taping day. So we're going to try and record this either on Saturday or on Sunday. <clears throat> and we are going to give you the recently added breaches. The first one on the list is Legendas.tv with 3,869,181 records. This deals with account access. DC Health. The current number, although I expect that to probably change, is 48,145 and that deals with link accounts inflate vids 13,405 this is an account uh, breach Keneva 3,901,179. These are accounts. Gemplex, 4,563,166 accounts. Movie forums. 39,914. This is also dealing with accounts. <clears throat> and Joy Games. 4,461,787 accounts. Rail Yatri. 23 million. 209,732 accounts Sword Games S O A R 4,774,445 accounts Go Ninja 4,000,000 999,000 
one. These are accounts, and those are your top breaches from Have I Been Pwned, recorded January 7th, 2024. We hope you enjoyed all of our things to ponder. You're welcome to let us know what you think. You've got something you want to post to things to ponder? Then send us your audio file. And, uh, We will see you all on another edition of the podcast. We're going to play some items talking about how you can join us each week. Talk about our email list. We're going to thank those people who play our program. And, uh, everything else we'll have a couple of uh, tracks as always and uh, we will see you later stay safe join us on the security box email list several of us will post articles several may comment on the articles and you're welcome to join us to talk about what interests you post articles join the discussion and maybe learn something that you might not have learned before the subscription process is fairly easy just send a blank email to the security box dash subscribe at 986themix.com or find a link to the security box at 986themix.com under the list for social media. This service is part of 986themix's email list. Come join us today.
Would you like to be a part of the live taping on Wednesdays? You're welcome to do so. The taping is on Clubhouse. For a link to my Clubhouse where you can follow me, please go to jaredreimer.net. That's J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R dot N-E-T. And under social media, you will find a link to my Clubhouse profile. Please feel free to follow me there. And you will be notified of the room's creation. All times will be given in your local time. And the rooms are on replay. Remember, you can be that voice that can help out in this industry. And we would love to have you learn, share, and or even listen if you'd like. Clubhouse is not associated with the Jared Reimer Network. It is a third-party application. For more information, please go to clubhouse.com. Thank you for listening to The Security Box. This is Jared Reimer. We hope you enjoyed today's program. And we hope to see you again on another edition of the program next time. We would like to thank the following affiliates for airing our program. The main network, 98.6 The Mix, on the independent channel, Blue Streak Radio, and International Friends Radio Network. If you are airing our program and your network is not listed here, and you would like us to give you credit for airing our program, please contact me. I would like to do my best to make sure that all affiliates get credit for airing the program. Please feel free to contact me using the contact information given during the program. It is open to all listeners no matter what network you're listening on. Now, stay tuned for a few tracks on the independent artist side and a couple of closing tracks that I play at the end of the show. See you next week. And thanks again for listening.